This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Wilts Couture, information technology expert at Newcore Steel in Jackson and Flowood and IT instructor at Holmes Community College. And Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Whether at home or at work, the importance of security and safety is the same. Today, we'll talk about how technology can give us the tools we need to provide a safe environment. Stay tuned because today it's all about security. You can give us a call this morning at one 877 mpb ring to ask any tech question. That's one 672 7464 Or you can email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back after the news. Michelle McAdoo here today with Wilts Couture, information technology expert, expert and Newcore Steel at Newcore Steel in Jackson and Flowood, an IT instructor at Holmes Community College, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. I like that Java. Bad boys, bad boys. Yes, and I have my bad boys in with me today, Wilts and Jeremy. And today we're going to be discussing home and office security technology. Now, we're going to discuss everything from the beginning to the end, from how to assess what you need before you just go shopping to finding out what systems are the best. So if you have any questions, tech questions, or general security questions, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 And online at Everyday Tech at MPB Online for your tech questions. So let's talk to my bad boys. Wilts. Good and Jeremy, good, good morning. morning, guys. Yeah, what all the listeners missed, and Jeremy, unfortunately, you missed it. Java actually had a whole dance routine going in there with that song yes, when it came on, too. I mean, he, he was getting on to it. I didn't really realize breakdancing was still a thing, man. Good job, <laughs> Java. I like that. He's bringing it back. Yeah, there we go. So what's going on, Jeremy, in Hattiesburg? Uh, staying busy. Been dealing with a lot of people who have been uh, uh, victims of this phishing scheme where uh, they send out a fake invoice. And when you open it, it asks you to log into your email, which in turn steals your password, logs into the backside of your email server, and starts sending out fake invoices to all your contacts. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah, keeping pretty, you busy. Uh, yeah. You know, every week I ask you this question, is there any way to prevent something like this from happening? Uh, kind of. Uh, the, the best thing is to just be aware of the links that you're visiting if you're getting a an attachment, excuse me. If you're getting an attachment from somebody that you know uh, that's an invoice or something, but you didn't purchase anything, that's definitely suspicious. Also, uh, if you're on your computer, it's easier to see the uh, the link above. Make sure that you're logging into uh, Office or Outlook or Google or Yahoo uh, rather than you know something that looks similar. Check your address at the top. It should tell you if the site is secure and if you're on the right uh, web server. 
And, you know, a big thing of what you just said there, Jeremy, if it the way it looks, that's the one thing I think definitely our, our listeners need to know, too, is in, in IT, in the computer world, people can make things look like they're not. So, you know, use a little bit of an investigative eye. Sometimes just hovering over that link might just show you, you may think it's going to office.com, but it's really going to, um, you know, stealyouridentity.com. Oh, my and they're, they're getting better at making them look more legitimate. Like I saw the login for Google uh, for Gmail, and it looked just like the Google login. So if you happen to log in and you know you put your password incorrectly and it still doesn't go in, immediately go into your email and change your password. Oh. Unfortunately, that did not fix the issue with these clients. We had to actually log into their uh, their administrative side of things on their email and log all users out because when you change your password, some, some things can still say logged in and they can still use that service even though the password's been changed. So you have to change the password and then purge all the active users. So let me ask you a question um, before we get into our security, home security and office security uh, topic today. Would you say it's best to change your password periodically or how often should we change our passwords? Uh, you know, changing your password probably every 90 days is a, is a good rule of thumb. Although this this particular issue, changing your password won't fix the problem because whatever your current password is, is what's going to go in that box when you're trying to log into your email, even though it's an illegitimate page. So that's that's only half of it. Be Being aware of what website that you're on and making sure that it came from a legitimate source is, is the main thing. Now, uh, this client that uh, got hit by this, actually I had a couple of clients get hit by it, he was... It, this was his business email, and so he was getting contacted from all kinds of sources all over the U.S. going, hey, you sent us an invoice, but we don't know what this is. It's a good idea just to get in contact with that person and say, hey, you sent me an invoice for some reason. What is this? Because he's probably going to say something along the lines of, it's a virus. I've already contacted an IT guy. Just delete it, and if you got hit by it, change your password. Yeah, you know, it's it's amazing how many folks will open up things it's like, you know, I wasn't really expecting this, but, hey, it's addressed to me. It must actually be mine. You know, again, I, I kind of think of an analogy. It's like, you know, if you're walking down the street and you look down the street and it doesn't quite look right, would you walk down that street? No, not necessarily. So if you weren't expecting it, nothing wrong with a little, you know, we, don't forget, we can actually still talk to people, reach out there, throw a phone call. It's like, hey, uh, I got this. You know, question it. We get those emails a lot from my teammates around the mill. It's like, hey, you know, I got this, but I wasn't really expecting it. Is this legit? Um, I think without exception, usually whenever I've had someone ask that question, it's usually not legit. So if it doesn't feel right, uh, don't don't just click. The regular average person, the average mom or dad, we don't really know those things. We think if we get an email and we it's addressed to us, we need to open it. So that is very good information to call, to actually pick up the phone and call someone or call the company that it says they're sending you this email to see if it's legit. Well, you know, and I tell you what, let, let's take that even a, a step further. Everyone listening to us right now whether it's on the podcast or on the radio, you all got people. You got me and Jeremy. Shoot, you know, If you're in doubt, honestly, hey, shoot us, shoot us, you know, forward it on over to uh, everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We watch that account. Don't don't be afraid to ask us. Use us. That's what we're here. We're here to take care of our, of our neighbors out here. So, you know, if in doubt, if you feel like, hey, I don't have a guy I can go to, you know, I mean, my teammates up at Nucor, they got me to go to. Lord knows my wife's going to forward stuff on over to me, but... <laughs> All of y'all listening to us right now, you got people. You got us. Absolutely. And if if you notice that your email has been compromised, if you've got people saying, hey, you're sending me this invoice, you've changed your password, and it's still happening, 
you need to consult a professional. This is this is not something that just goes away with a password change. Unfortunately, they're they're getting smarter. They're getting better at figuring out how to get around that stuff. And this has been a headache for a couple of business owning clients that I've had. So it is no joke. Okay, and you know what? That's actually a good segue to go into what our topic is today. It's, it's home and office security, and uh, like you said, protecting your investments, protecting things that you love. And the main thing we talk about is. What's important? Your family. Your family is important. The things inside your house, you know, they're not as important as protecting the people who you love. And let's start off from the beginning. What exactly is a security system and how vital is it to have one in your home, in your office? Well, you know, you go, you got to really answer that question with a question. What are you trying to accomplish? What is it you're needing to protect? What is... The risk now, in in my mind, my mind immediately goes to. I think all of us have at least a small amount of risk. Some people say, "Oh, I live in a rural location. Somebody comes down my road, I'm going to know who the heck it is." Well, yeah, you know, you may have a lower risk. If you're right there in downtown of a city, you may consider it a higher risk. I would also venture to say, if you have a business, you're always at risk. I mean, what, what's the idea of a business? The idea of the business is to draw people in. You are going to have merchandise, etc. So, first thing you got to do is evaluate the risk to see how you want to attack it. Yeah, and your security system is going to basically keep your house uh, free of various threats like intrusion, uh, fire, uh, carbon monoxide. Any of those things can be integrated into your current security systems to let you be aware when, when your house is, is being uh, uh, menaced by something, whether it's a, a thief or, or leaking gas or something like that. Yes, because you mentioned that later of how sophisticated these systems have uh, gotten. It's not just for intrusion. It's um, carbon monoxide, uh, smoke, everything, ADT and all the, of the other systems can actually yeah. monitor your home for poisons and things that can actually hurt your family, not just a person. Yeah, I've even seen, you know, one at one point, they can actually let you know, hey, the stove is off. I don't know how many of y'all have ever gotten down. It's like, did I turn the stove off? Did I close the garage? There's been a few times I've left from the house in the morning. I'm, I'm shooting a text back to my wife. I said, did I close the garage? Did I? Uh, yeah, but let's also not necessarily confuse. They've gotten very sophisticated, but on the bright side, they've also maintained a, a level of simplicity that allows us to uh, to get a lot accomplished. All right. I think, I think that's the key these days is simplicity. Um, these days, the, the systems that are developed are very user-friendly. They're very easy to install. Uh, some of them, a lot of them these days, are wireless. So you don't even have to have wires run in your house. It all communicates wirelessly. So these days... It doesn't really make sense not to have something like that in your home. That is true. And we have a caller early on the show, Linda from Port Gibson. What's your question or comment? Thanks for calling today. Yes, I'm having uh, a problem. Uh, I went online and I had had the intention of downloading Chrome uh, from Google, Google Chrome. However, when I, I clicked the download, I ended up with Chromium. Mm. And I can't can't get out of it. I, swear, I mean, it's it's just frozen. It, it won't let me do anything. Linda, uh, have you tried turning your computer off and it still comes up, or what does it do? Oh yes, I tried that. It still comes up, but um, we'll see. I try to work around it by like mm-hmm. uh, using another browser. But however, that is still up. Chromium. Chromium is one of those things that hackers are using to uh, to get into your computer as well or to infect you with something. Um, 
it sounds to me like you've downloaded a virus, unfortunately. Uh, the legit link that you need to use to download Chrome is google.com backslash Chrome. But we're a little past that at this point. Um, have you tried to scan your computer with uh, Malwarebytes or Avast? Um, I don't have the update for Malwarebytes. Uh-huh. However, I, I, I try to uh, use Windows Defender. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how secure that is. Uh, well, Windows Defender is all right, but for something like this, you may need something a little more powerful. I would, uh, you should be able to open up Malwarebytes and update your current virus definitions. Even though you don't have the newest version, it should still update the uh, the definitions. And then run a scan and see if it doesn't get that Chromium out of there for you. Okay. All right. Thank you. All You're right. Welcome. You have a great day, Linda. All right. Thank you, Linda. Hopefully we can get that problem resolved for her. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to discuss more about home and office security and security for your computers. Stay tuned to MPB Think Radio. This is Everyday Tech. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo with Wilts and Jeremy. Now, if you're just tuning in today... Our topic is home and office technology, security. So we want you to be careful about securing your home and your office. So give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 And online at Everyday Tech at MPB Online. Now, we're going to uh, go back to our phone lines and visit Webster County and speak with Kay. Yes, Kay, are you with us today? How are you doing? I am with you. I'm doing fine. I hope you are, too. We are doing wonderful. Thanks for calling in. What's your question or comment? Well, uh, I play words with friends on my iPhone, and in the last few days, I keep getting this little uh, screen that pops up saying it's Apple iPhone security, and that my cell phone is infected with a virus, and it has, you know, little boxes for you to click to install apparently a correction there's not much information other than install and continue i think and i'm not aware that apple has an iphone security service (laughs) no that's definitely a hoax going around a hoax yeah and uh by the way i play words with friends as well i've seen those it'll pop up every now and then one thing i would suggest right off the top of the bat is i would almost remove the app and reinstall it just in case something kind of went a little bit corrupt or funky with it there. Um, you will not lose your progress in your games or any of that kind of stuff. So, um, But no, Apple does not pop up and give you those kind of those kind of alerts. Jeremy, have you seen anything like that? Um, I've seen uh, fake security alerts both with Android and uh, iPhone. The best thing to do, if, if it's in words with friends and it's just like a pop-up ad, just don't click on it. If there's an X that you can click on, try to tap on that. Um, otherwise, I would double tap the home button and close the app out and try to reopen it. 
Okay, yeah. What I usually do is just turn the phone. I mean, I exit and turn the phone off and then turn the phone back on. And it only occurs with when I'm playing words with friends. But so I just if wondered you, if this was something going around. If you close it out and you open words with friends back up, it's still there. Uh-huh. And so you have to turn your phone all the way off in order to get it to go away? Yeah, I, I do that. I turn the phone all the way off. Huh. I would try to remove that app and go to the app store and make sure that you're getting the one from who makes words of friends? Zinja? That's Zinja. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, make sure you're getting the one that's made by Zinja Incorporated. Uh, it sounds like maybe you've got one that's got something. I don't know. That that sounds weird. I, I would try to just delete the app and, and reinstall it from the app store. Okay. I'll do that. All right. Thanks for the advice. And like I said, I've had to do it, Kay. You will not lose your game progress. I know how hard it can kind of be to, to build up, especially if you're whooping some friends really good, you know. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Kay, from uh, Webster County. Um, let's get back to security, home and office security. I have a question for you guys. What should a typical security system include? If I'm looking for a security system, where should I start and what should it include? Your typical security system is definitely going to include your door sensors and your motion sensors. Um I also recommend making sure that it has a decent alarm. Uh, there are some that have external alarms that you can put in various places in your house that go up to like 120 decibels. You do not want to be standing next to that when it goes off. Um, it's going to have a base station uh, that is completely wireless. You do have to plug it in to keep it charged, but it, it, it communicates wirelessly. A lot of them uh, have SIM cards in them now. That way, if somebody breaks into your house or they cut the power before they break in, uh, the alert still goes out and they still, uh, police still get dispatched to your home. Yeah, you're definitely right. Those inside, because uh, our our alarm has a, a horn both inside as well as in the attic. So people outside can hear it very loud and people inside, believe me, you know when that and I know that because, yes, I've accidentally tripped it once or twice. Um, I would go just a little bit of a step further, too. I mean, yeah, to me, at least even for the basics, is especially with the way it is right now, I would tie your smoke detectors into that. That is such a common problem. I mean, it just breaks my heart every year whenever I see in the news, especially once the wintertime comes along that, you know, um, people die. People, people die from a you know, fire, from a heater mm -hmm. or what have you. Uh, it's so easy to prevent. The smoke detectors aren't usually included in, like, your base kit, but I would say, right. yeah, you definitely want to look at including those for, for that very reason. What are some good ones out there? You know, where should we go look? Do you go online? Do you go into the um, store to look for it? Or what's the best place to find a good alarm company? Okay, so uh, Home Depot and Lowe's are probably going to have uh, some kind of a kit that you can install yourself. Um, I'm not real familiar with their selections, um, but the one that I have been a huge fan of is called Simply Safe, and it's an online uh, company. You can just go to Simply Safe, S I M P L I safe.com and uh, you can check out their, their kits. They're all wireless. They're the ones that have the SIM cards and everything built into them. And they have various kits for, you know, bigger size homes and depending on what it is exactly that you're trying to, uh, to get that meets your needs. So let me ask you a question. If I would go to a store and get an alarm system that I can put together it myself, is that better or worse than the ADTs and the um, Vivids and the other companies, the larger companies? Well, 
the beautiful thing about those systems is that you don't have to pay someone to come and install them. And there's probably not even a monthly fee if you wanted to just have it as an alarm on your house that didn't necessarily dispatch the police. Some people don't want the police to come to their house. They just want to be aware when someone is in their house or they want to be able to run the thief off. Because chances are, if somebody breaks into your house and they hear beep, 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 they're going to run, run, run. Yeah. And and as far as for, you know, like I said, they've gotten a lot more sophisticated, but simplicity, I mean, kind of almost in my mind, if you can hang a picture, <laughs> you can pretty yeah. much put one of these up. There's not really um, a, a big push. And we've seen it in all kinds of electronics. The big push is to make this thing user friendly because it's no good if people won't actually use it. So so as far as could, you know, you, your husband, your spouse, significant other, could they put those in? Yeah, I, I pretty much. I think I would have to actually give that a yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. I mean, the Simply Safe system, it actually, you can, you can screw the stuff to your doors, but it also comes with command strips. So you can just peel the little strip off the back, stick it to your door, uh, stick the other part to the other side of the door, and then uh, also your windows and everything. And you've got sensors on all, all openings. So that way, as soon as it gets triggered, it sets the alarm off. Now, one thing to think about in all of that also, and this kind of goes back to the, the original security system, but if you're going to have motion sensors inside your home and you have animals, especially, you know, um, especially cats. especially like dogs, cats, mm-hmm. especially if they're a little bit larger, make sure when you're looking at these sensors that they are actually, um, you know, set for that animal. Because a large German Shepherd or something like that we'll could sp- mm-hmm. potentially set it off. And so, you know, you, want to, you will want to look on the side of the box and say, okay, you know, I have a smaller dog, so she's not really a risk as much to a security system. But. All right. And speaking of dogs and cats, we were talking earlier and making a joke, but uh, actually our director was saying, uh, you know what, I have a German Shepherd, and if anyone knocks at my door, my dog can get them. A lot of people still think like that, especially like you said earlier, the rural, yeah. in the rural areas, a lot of people say, I don't need an alarm system. I have my dog. How do you feel about that? Well, dogs also like steak. <laughs> they like a little hamburger. Maybe a chicken leg, maybe just a little milk bone. Um, it, it's like with anything. There's a way to override everything. It's like I mean, I, I have a dog too, and her bark is much bigger than she is. But at the same time, um, you throw a treat her way, and she's your best friend. <laughs> well, I would say having both would be a good idea. I yeah. have the dogs and the security system. So you know, if somebody crunches a leaf outside, my dogs, you know, they light up the house with barking. But if somebody were to uh, open my door uh, when my security system is activated, then, you know, that's that's just another level of protection. So I say both are good. Okay, that's good. We're going to go back to the phone lines and go to Grand Bay right now and speak with Rick. Hi, Rick. How are you doing? Not too bad. Let me tell you about security. I have to be a burglar. You can't put any security system in that I can't beat. Okay. What you have to use is a infrared sensor. The things you buy at the store, they're magnetically held switches. So if the window opens up, it breaks that little contact in that read uh, in that read switch. And either if it's wired normally open or normally closed, okay, it's whatever whatever the system wants to have it say, okay, mm-hmm. it, it, it will trigger the alarm. All I got to do is put a strong magnet near it, open the window, and it's not going to trigger it off. Infrared uh, motion detectors inside the house. That's a microwave. All I got to do is get one of those horns that they used to have above the, I don't know how old you are. You remember the old box used to be above the door in the grocery store? Oh, the yeah. Store? Mm-hmm. I get one of those and I flood the room with, with microwaves. So any 
noise I make is covering up the noise I'm making with the microwave that I'm impressing into 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 the structure. Never rely totally upon your your, your burglar system. It's like a key and a, and a deadbolt. Locks are only for honest people. Right. If a thief wants to get in there, he's going to get in there. And that chromium thing, it came on a. She downloaded something that had a a uh, a toolbar. That that chromium is, uh, is attached to a toolbar. If you go to remove uh, programs in your on the Windows on the Windows uh, menu, you don't even see it. You have ABG uh, tune-up, PC tune-up. Mm-hmm. It can't find it. Right. It's, it's actually it's actually in a, a associated to a toolbar, and until she gets rid of that toolbar, she's never going to get rid of chromium. And, and Rick's Rick is spot on. Uh, anything that really we can discuss, whether we're talking about home security systems, and, I, and, and in my opinion, this goes right into the computer as well, going back to you know your antivirus, any malware things. All of these things, at the end of the day, are really speed bumps. Um, you know, a speed bump doesn't necessarily slow down a person driving through a neighborhood driving too fast. Yeah, it might bump the bottom of their car, but they can still do it. So, it, you know, it, it's... You're putting obstacles in the way to make it, like Rick said, I mean, you know, it's to keep honest people honest, basically, but it still doesn't take away. There's not a program that we can recommend to you. There's not a security system we can recommend to you that's going to make you 100% safe. At the end of the day, you're still responsible for that safety. You still got to, you know, yes, you can have great programs on your computer, but you still can't go to the bad websites and just think you can do whatever you want to. You're not invincible at that point. Sure. And uh, as far as your systems go, of course, there's always ways to bypass them. That's why we say, you know, this is a layer of security, but it's not the standalone. You don't depend on this alone. You have to set up other things as well. And I know we're going to get into surveillance, which is another way that you can deter people from messing with your house. Right, it's not right. that this will necessarily keep your house from getting robbed, but it will deter someone because you have to have a lot of sophisticated equipment in order to bypass this kind of stuff. So you have to be a pretty resourceful thief there. You already have to have that stuff. And most of the time, it's a crime of opportunity. They see that your house is unprotected. You got no cameras outside. You got no security thing in your window or in your yard. And they say, that's a prime target right there. It's right. a deterrent. It's not a guarantee. To say that you know, going through some of those different mechanisms, somebody, you know, the the um, the random crime of opportunity wanting to break into your house may not look at that. But uh, definitely if you're a business, I mean, think about it. The, you know, the uh, the breaking into my house, yeah, you're going to get a couple of cool things. The breaking into Best Buy in the middle of the night, you're going to get a lot of cool things. So, so again, that is assessing the target because as you start adding some of that that complexity on there, that also comes with these little dollar signs behind it. So right. you may not. You know, necessarily, you know, the uh, the risk versus reward on your home security system may not warrant, you know, a ten thousand dollar solution. But if you've got a business with a large inventory, I bet you it would. So that comes down to that risk and reward analysis. The uh, the Best Buy thing will probably also get you a free night stay in jail, maybe <laughs> maybe extended stay, yeah, you know, yeah. a couple of meals a day. Uh, some harsh conditions to stay in there. But, you know, if that's what you want to do, go for it. Go for it. (laughs) All right. Speaking of going, when we come back from break, uh, tell us how uh, you've had some home security nightmares in your life. Or if you have a text question, give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464 so we can answer your tech questions. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. 
This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo with Wilkes and Jeremy. Now, if you just joined us, we've been talking about home and office security technology. Now, we're taking your comments and questions at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 and online at everydaytech at MPB online. Home and office security. Should it be different or should it be the same? Well, you know, in my mind, what we're trying to accomplish at the end of the day is the same. You're trying to, A, keep people who don't belong in out. You're trying to ensure that bad things such as flood, fire, et cetera, doesn't occur. Um, just really what it comes down to is just how much, you know, on there. You know, um, so, yeah, a, a lot of similarities, but there's going to be differences. There may be differences in what you'll want to pay. There'll be differences in what is going to be the best tool for it. Uh, something Jeremy alluded to in the last segment, you know, there's the video aspect that comes into it. Um, you know, you're seeing a lot more of that. You can walk into Walmart or Sam's even, and you're seeing video surveillance systems. So so where that difference comes in is, is I think, how much you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and definitely what those sensors can do. Like, for example, in my business, you know, Moisture kills electronics, so it's good to have a water sensor in my office to let me know if anything is being affected by water so I can address that and get it out of here. Not everybody's going to need that or a flood sensor or anything like a freeze sensor or any of that kind of stuff, uh, but it's it's helpful if you have the need for it. I mean, it, it, it just depends on what it is that you're trying to protect. So everybody's needs are going to vary. Okay. So let's talk about the digital systems versus the older systems where, you, like you said, the line and uh, a thief can come and cut it, and then your security system is disabled or disarmed. Now they have uh, Comcast and the uh, cable companies are adding uh, packages that you can purchase with your cable. So how does that work, Jeremy? Well, every security system worth anything should have some sort of a battery backup. Uh, because if a thief does cut the power to your establishment or your home, then that will possibly bypass the security system. But if it has a battery backup, then it's going to take some time before that battery depletes and your security system goes down entirely. Now, when it's on a backup, it's still vulnerable if it's hooked to a landline. So if, you're, if your security system is, is physically wired to your phone, they could cut your phone line, and there's no way for your security system to call the police. That's why I said these newer systems with the, uh, with the SIM cards in them are, are really great because you can't bypass that. It's going to make the call as soon as the sensors get tripped, and they work great. Um, I mean, because let, let's put a little bit of that into perspective, too. Let's just say you have a video surveillance system. Let's just say it's a business and you have video cameras sitting there running. Um, do you on, let's just be honest. Do you really think there's somebody sitting there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, staring at every one of those screens? Because you probably got more than one camera to catch anything and everything. It's about yeah. eight in your average business. Yeah. Um, just in one, in just one part of our facility over there, I've got forty. Wow! Um, just, <laughs> yeah. just at at uh, at one of our areas up at work. So, so yeah, that 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 whole watching it twenty four seven again, it doesn't take out the human error aspect. 
uh, you still got to pay some attention to it. I would say, you know, looking into it. Yeah, now, should they have something to where they're monitoring, you know, for, you know, the alarm goes off because your door is opened or the smoke detector or fire alarm in your house goes off or carbon monoxide detector? Yeah, that should be a pretty simple thing. But I think that uh, really it kind of comes down to look at what people say about them and exactly what Jeremy said. Test it. Set it off yourself. There's a way to set your, you know, you can, <laughs> I've accidentally tripped my alarm. I know really, really quick if it'll go off. Uh, and see what their response time is. Chances are, when you get your system set up, you're gonna you're gonna set it off. So you'll be testing it pretty frequently yourself. Yeah. Uh, here at the shop, we probably set it off once a month or something like that. And I'll get a phone call saying, "Hey, is everything okay? What's the safe word? All right, have a nice day." You know, uh, it's it's definitely good to just put it through the put it through a test. Uh, your alarm company won't mind a bit for you testing to make sure that their system works the way they say it does. Yeah, and don't let them know when you're about to test. No. Don't let them anticipate that. I like that. I can say that um, we have ADT and that my mom does too. And, you know, if I go in her house and I forget what her password is and it trips, oh, my God, the phone starts ringing. Hi, this is ADT. I mean, it's immediate. Yeah, exactly. And, and again, it's just, uh, you know, test it out. And speaking of home and office, my mother has her own business, and that's real important. Like you said, she's an accountant, and she has a lot of you know important information for her client from her clients there. Mm-hmm. Do you think people should get more at their um, office or different types of um, security devices at their office versus their home? Uh, with your system, um, especially with the one that I use, there are various packages that you can get. Like I think it's fifteen dollars a month, and you can get just the monitoring. So they'll just let you know, like, hey, your your system is active. If somebody intrudes, they'll let you know. But then there are uh, higher packages that you can get, where you can get text messages if uh, if your system is set off, or if a certain uh, sensor is tripped that you want to be alerted of. Like if somebody were opening a cabinet or something like that that you didn't want them to open, or say like a safe or something like that. You could put a sensor on that, and you would know when somebody was trying to mess with that device. So with those higher plans, you get those extra little bells and whistles. Like, for example, I have an app that connects to my system, and I can enable or disable my security system before I come into the shop. That way I don't have to fool with running over to that keypad and putting in my code real quick because I've set the alarm off trying to get to it before. I like that. And and we talked earlier off air about this, but now they have systems where you can turn on your air before you get home. You can turn on your lights. You can um, open your garage. You can unlock the door for your children. We were talking about that with me being a single mom. uh, With my daughter being a teenager, I can unlock the door from my phone for her. She doesn't have to have a key and she doesn't have to have the risk of losing that key. So it helps parents have more security with their children as well. Exactly. Now, it brings up one of the things that pops in my head, though. So with you having all that on your phone, make sure you keep a, keep track of your phone. You keep a, a good password on your phone, too, because if you lose that phone, guess what somebody else has? Access the ability to, your to unlock your house. Right, right. Definitely. And I've noticed with uh, current Android devices, if you have a, like, say you have a Bluetooth headset, you can set that Bluetooth headset to authorize unlocking your device, and that means if it gets too far away from your device, it will immediately lock itself because it knows that you're not around it. So just those little bitty security measures can do so much to keep you that much more protected. I like that, and I like having my people with me, so it keeps <laughs> us in the know, our layman's people. We, we know what we need to do. And speaking of knowing, let's go back to the phone lines, and let's go to Greenville, Mississippi, and speak with David. David. Good morning. Good morning. How are y'all doing today? Doing great. Wonderful, David. Great. Uh, I wanted to comment on what I believe Mr. Gary, the, the 
what the burglar said, um, and, and just put a little finer point on it. All this technology are just more sophisticated keys and locks. It's all about mitigating responsibility. But at the end of the day, you are responsible for your security. Exactly. If you're trusting a system from Comcast to keep you safe and you forsake everything else, you're wrong already. Both gentlemen already said layers of security. And to jump ahead of you all just a little bit, especially on the business side of it, you can't replace bad policy enforcement with technology. Mm. If you don't trust your employees and you put cameras up, mm. but there's no repercussions for moving those cameras. Right. What's the point of a more expensive camera is not going to help you. Precisely. So, and that's, that's really just the point I wanted to make was that at the end of the day, you are responsible for you and your family and your business's safety, not a piece of technology. And if you're Definitely. trusting that technology, you're going about it the wrong way already. Very right. good. Thank you, David, for calling in and stating that. Exactly, David. These are just tools to help you to do what is, at the end of the day, your and my job is really what it comes down to. These, these are tools to help us to accomplish that, just you know, additional layers. All right. Well, not to go uh, untechy with it, but, you know, in addition to my dogs and my security system and my surveillance, I also have a gun. So I agree with everybody else. It's, it's your responsibility, and however you want to protect yourself, you you. You take that responsibility. You take those measures, and you you weigh the pros and the cons. All right, Jeremy, it's hard for me to see you with a gun, Jeremy. Uh, I see you with a computer, but I don't see you with a gun. <laughs> I'm going to get him out to some of these shooting competitions with me one day. Okay. I'll get him out there. I would love to see I'm that. forward to that. <laughs> and look, Jeremy, I'm going to be out there with you because uh, Will says talk to me about that, and we're gonna I'm going to get more comfortable with that yeah. uh, part of my life as well. But uh, we're going to take another break, and when we come back from break, there's still time for you to chime in our conversation or to get help with your security tech questions. Give us a call at one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. If you missed part of the show or want to hear past episodes, you can listen on our website at mpbonline.org/slash/everydaytech. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. Welcome back to Everyday Tech. We've been discussing home and office security technology. Now there's still time to reach us at one mpb ring That's one 672 7464 and online at everydaytech at org. So let me ask you guys a question. If you have a reputable company installing your uh, security system, how do you know that? Check them out. Make sure they're... You know, same as like you know like our fix it 101 guys and everything else i'm sure would tell you as well make sure you're dealing with a licensed and bonded contractor someone who's actually taking that extra step to show hey we're responsible um you you want that exact same thing with the security company you want them you know you, you know like again you don't know them these aren't you know people that you're hanging out with every day and you grew up with right. i mean check them out any professional that you do business with should be able to provide you a list of references if you need it, any professional, 
Okay. Exactly. Call their references. Find out who they've done work for before. Find out how happy they were with it. Look them up. Find out reviews. Do everything you can. That is also uh, the end user's responsibility. When you have a security system, and just say if you go to a larger one and they have the people come in your home and set it up, you're inviting people in your house to set up your alarm system. You have to be able to trust that company that these people that they hired to work for their company won't come back and then steal your stuff well, out of yeah. your house. Well, exactly. Like whenever we put ours on in, you know, and, and set a password onto it, the very first thing I did after they left is change the password. Yes, sir, um, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, because I, you know, nobody else needs that. Me and my family need that. That's that's not a, you know, that doesn't need to be common knowledge, a- and it's it's not being rude. Um, it's just exactly like our last caller has said. I mean, ultimately, it's it's my responsibility, and I take that very seriously. So it's it's not you're being rude. It's not you know. I mean, we all we all have to be nice, and we want to trust people. But you know, when it comes to my safety and security, um, I trust me. And, you know, and that's that's not a, a, a dig on anybody else out there, but I take that very seriously. When I was dealing with my clients yesterday that were having the problem with the phishing email and everything, uh, their son is in IT, but he's in Georgia, so he couldn't help them with this particular issue. And one thing that he was concerned with was I had access to his, quote, master password. And I said, well, he has every right to be concerned. I mean, I can tell you right now, I'm too busy to do anything with his <laughs> password other than fix your problem. But he has every right to be concerned. So, uh, you know, it, it changed the password. And, uh, you know, don't don't rely on someone to say, oh, well, I didn't write it down or whatever. Just change it. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you're getting something worked on, I would definitely recommend that. Um, you know, I mean, I work on a lot of computers here and there on the side as well. And, you know, yeah, in, in, in the course of our business as IT folks, we do come across some of those things. But I, I would I would definitely second that, encourage folks, hey, change it. I don't want to know your password. Right. I, got, I got enough other stuff. I, I would really, I would prefer not to because then I don't want to be blamed for it either. Right. And that's what you're saying. Exactly. You're, you and Jeremy, of course, you guys are trustworthy. But as of a, a staple, just change it anyway because you don't know who you're yeah. dealing with. Plus, it's good to change it every now and then. Right, anyways. right. And speaking of um, that, Jeremy, we were talking about body cams. Now, let's. This is real interesting. Maybe what twenty years ago, people weren't doing cameras as sophisticated as they're doing now. You know, oh, in no. your home, and of course, on the officers. That's a fishy subject. <laughs> it is. We got some body cam issues going on right now that have uh, definitely led to exposing some problems in law enforcement. Yes, it did. So I would say um, it's making officers more accountable when they turn them on. And I I think that's wonderful. It's you're going to see cameras all over the place. We see YouTube videos and, you know, people are being held accountable for their actions. And I, I think that's that's great. Um, when I confront anybody about any, you know, legal matters or whatever, I go in there and I'm recording them on my phone because I want to know I've got a record of what I spoke to them about because I may need that in the future. It's it's sad that we have to be paranoid like that, but it, these days it's it's almost necessary. Well, you know, and 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 it goes the other way. It, it's it's keeping a whole bunch of people on a lot of different sides. I think a lot more. Um, Accurate, I think might be the right word for it, because I mean I think we've we've all been in those situations. You know, in the heat of the moment, you know, we don't exactly have total recall afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of recall at one point we were we were investigating um, a situation where someone had gotten injured, and luckily we had video of this, and the video was not for pointing blame, but um, what the gentleman's recollection of what happened 
And and it wasn't that he was trying to lie or be deceitful. It's just that as he remembered it, this is how it went down. When we looked at the video, and it's like, that's not exactly what, what happened? happened. And again, that wasn't a knock on him. But, you know, adrenaline gets going. It's a tense situation. It's it's kind of like if you were to have an accident driving home, you know, heaven forbid. Do you exactly remember what happened or are you are you your own best witness? And sometimes that camera can be that witness. So I like that cameras actually, especially for offices, office security cameras really step that security level up. Because if you have an office and someone falls or something happens, you're liable, just like almost right. at home, too. Uh, I don't know how that works at home. If you're at home and someone hurts themselves at your home, they can sue you. Right. And in the world today, everybody's suing everybody for everything. Having that camera in your home or in your office helps you just a little bit more when it comes to yeah. getting sued and going to court. Yeah, and, and, and I think a lot of it... Expense. Yes. It, it's really yeah. worth the additional expense because when you want it, when you need it, and you didn't have it, you're going to wish that you had just gone ahead and just gotten it done. I've yeah. seen it happen with lots of businesses. Yeah, and I think a lot of it comes down to also... It, and a lot of that also... Think about in the back of your mind, what is your intention with it? I don't think anybody should, you know, like cameras at work. I know that gets very, very sensitive sometimes yeah. with folks. If you're using it to try to catch someone, if you're using it to try to be malicious, you know, you're that's, that's kind of really not I, – I don't – me personally, I'm not for that particular mm-hmm. approach. Uh, kind of goes back to one of our calls. If you're trying to keep an you know, honest person, if it's for safety and security, <laughs> make sure that people are safe. Make sure that you're, um, you know, one thing – I mean, I work at Nucor. Our biggest thing is mm-hmm. we're very big on safety. Uh, we're not out to try to point blame to anyone. What we want to do is if something were to happen, we want to know what happened so that we can come back later and fix it, it. Mm-hmm. so it doesn't hurt someone else. It's not about blame. So um, think about that also when you're looking at some of your cameras. So security in home, office security has changed. It's better. It and uh, we thank you guys for coming in today. Let's talk about that. You've been listening to Everyday Tech. Now, thanks for joining us today. Our board operator was Java Chapman. If you missed part of the show or want to hear past episodes, you can listen to our website at mpbonline.org everyday tech or subscribe to our podcast for Wilts Catrere and Jeremy Thompson I'm Michelle McAdoo stay tuned for the original Southern Remedy with Dr. Rick DeShazo at 11 this is MPB Think Radio this is an MPB Think Radio podcast to hear previous shows visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand